Hey there, off-goers. Before we get started with this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast, little mishap. Uh, the recording of this week's album review got fucked up somehow. Not sure how it happened. Shit happens, I guess. So we don't have it. We have the first portion where uh, we have Rav in and we talk to him for a good while. But uh, yeah, the Joey Badass album review, no idea what the fuck happened. Uh, I gave it a 4.5, Darren gave it a 4.75. Sorry. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. It's me. That's right. I'm your host, Rav. That's my No! Intro. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> I can't argue with it if it's yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, also, Weeble Wee. That's it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the people want to yeah. hear. That's right. Dude, it, it's, it, it's fucking on. Like Donkey Kong? No, nah, no, nah, they're not letting United get no sleep. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, 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 Nintendo licensed that shit. We can't say that without getting hit with a cease and desist. What? <laughs> uh, when one of their games came out for the Wii, they trademarked, uh, it's on like Donkey Kong. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Even though somebody, they, they didn't start that shit. I'm pretty sure that was like Ice Cube or something. Well, did he fucking copyright it? So if wait, not, did, they, co- did it. they copyright the whole saying, or like it's on as well? No, just it's on like Donkey Kong. Okay, yeah. it's on like my crack attic mom or something like that would still. That's work, fair right? game. That is still up for grabs. Okay, good. That's good. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take note of that. Get as much use out of it as you can. Like I don't know about y'all, but for me, Donkey Kong wasn't like that prevalent in my life. So for people to say in it's on like life. Donkey Kong is just like. Like, it, it, it really is just a phrase just because it sounds good. Like, there's no actually, like, oh, man, we all know if you're at my place, the one thing that's going to be on is the Donkey Kong <laughs> video game, like, you know? For, or, for like, me... I'm Audi 5000. Like, how many people really own an Audi? Like, was that ever really a thing? Or do they right. just do it just because it sounded good, you know? Well, personally, I had the... I always used to say because of that Ice Cube song from way back when. It was like, it's on like Donkey Kong. And I was like, that sounds tight. Did you ever record a version of the DK rap? No, I, I haven't. I actually don't record anything that is in my music unless I'm really stoned. Uh, I think about six years ago, I recorded the Elmo song, Slowed Down, uh, over a sample of Elmo song that I sampled while I was stoned. And I did it just to send it... I sent it to someone on Skype, I guess, back then. But ultimately, I end up somehow releasing all, like, the stupid shit I've ever ever recorded in the past. So that's out eventually. there now. It's somewhere out there, yeah. That's somewhere in the ether. Yes, it is. Yeah, you hit me right. with a track on SoundCloud uh, before we got started that you said you yes. recorded a long-ass time ago. Dude, what's the exact title of that song? <clears throat> it's uh, Get It. Or the commodity of tenacity, but get it is like the shorter version, so it's it's easier to refer to it as such. That fucking song is fun as hell. Like I I can't recognize what the sample is, but it's so fucking good and it's so goddamn catchy. Thank now, you. Now, my question is, can you say what the sample is? Uh, or... I can. I'll try to remember. I mean, I sampled it a, like um, over a year ago now. It, it was some. It was, it was out of some sort of Soviet cartoon. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's right. It, there was like a bit of a Soviet court cartoon that I heard, and I was like, that's lit. And 
Oh, man, I can't believe I just said that. That's lit. Oh, man. It's lit AF, fam. <laughs> Look, I'm getting old, all right? Uh, and uh, so I sampled that. It sounded cool. Then I rapped over that. It just had this, like, I don't know. I wanted to shake my ass to it. It's really and, awesome. Um, so thank so you, man. my question is, is it like, can you say what it is? Or are you, are you kind of like, I want to say what it is. Because if I do, then someone will be like, hey, I represent such and such. And I, I whoever the hell we are, and I'm, we're suing you. Well, first of all, I don't think I can get sued for that sample. Like, I don't think anyone owns it anymore. And because uh, it was owned by the government, I think. I'm not quite sure. Uh, also, I sampled less than five seconds of it, which also is fair use, I believe. And and honestly, I just don't remember which cartoon specifically. Because I, when I was growing up, I watched sure a lot of don't. Soviet cartoons. <laughs> no, I, I just don't because <clears throat> I've got like, uh, I've got more than 20 beats. Uh, that I've got saved up that I've made from sampling different Soviet cartoons. And that was just one of them. And I actually posted the song by accident. I just saw this image and I was like, oh man, if I ever post, get it. I should attach this image to it. And I'm still getting used to the keyboard I'm using. So I hit the wrong button and just went live. That's why on my Twitter, it, it did that default ass tweet of like, oh yeah. And then <laughs> <clears throat> the SoundCloud link and everything. So, yeah, no, that was a, that was an accident. But as I said on Twitter, I, I'm a good parent and I own up. Look, get it, I get it. I think I understand now why I feel so apathetic. When I'm the one that stands out and these other dudes pathetic. Just waiting for a handout and eventually regret it. It ain't the way you planned out, but that contract fucking said it. Boy, you say you ain't a man now, man. Your boy should have prevented and edited all the crap out. Like, come on, man, come on, said, should've known better. Now you don't know nada, now you won't get up, now you won't pause, now you won't record. Fuck, they both side of me or stuff. Now you binging in your kitchen at the bottom of your cup. Cause of ominous, anonymous, and clowning you enough to push you out of your mind. The side of self-destruct, cause honestly it sucks to be a product of your motherfucking label. Promising you love only once you make them a buck. Uh. Speaking of the Soviets and ownership of things, I was unaware that Live Journal is uh, is an uh, Russian owned company now. Oh shit, it is? Apparently so. Uh, I saw an article that said the Russian owned Live Journal is <clears throat> banning posts um that are of an lgbtq um subject matter that's fucked up not too surprised but yeah that's that's hella fucked up my fiance said that apparently now russia we guess owns all her memories from sixth to ninth grade (laughs) god damn Yo, is it true that they said, like, in Georgia, and I'm not talking about U.S. Georgia, I'm talking about the other Georgia. Ah, okay. That they now now have, like, um, like prison camps for uh, homosexual people. Yeah, it, oh, it I was, heard about that. what, yeah. Ch- Chechia. Is that in Georgia? Oh, shit, no, Chechnya. Sorry, not Georgia. That's close to Georgia. Okay. My bad, Georgia. See, I, I, I fucked up. It's Chechnya. I'm going to have to check my analytics and see if we have any it viewers. It is Chechnya. Or in Chechnya or Georgia. We probably don't. Well, well, some people made fucking uh, 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 upload videos of me and, like, do Russian voiceovers and shit. So I'm assuming... (laughs) I'm assuming I have some Russian uh, fans somewhere. Oh, you gotta have it. I mean, I feel like everybody who ever was on... I I remember... um, 
you, I used to go on YouTube trying to find like early days of YouTube, trying to find like different guy with glasses people on YouTube, and um, you would always find like uh, the nostalgic critic, and but you'd find the Russian version of the nostalgic critic, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Fuck is this shit, man?" Um, so yeah, I'd love if it was overdubbed, but the person like also did like an impression in addition to the oh. accent so like <laughs> so even like yeah. the high pitched like screams are in like a russian accent no i wish it was also like all just kind of fabricated so like the rap critic you've got like your own you know you're talking about this song or whatever but the dub is like i am stupid american <laughs> it's all pro russia shit yeah <laughs> yeah it's just a big propaganda thing over a fucking Nicki Minaj before video. the might of the russian flag <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly some shit like that would be funny as fuck. So the the big elephant in the room that we were talking about a little bit before we got uh, officially under the underway is the album that's coming out this Friday. Damn. D A M and in all caps. Period. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it, so it's really loud, but it's still like not like a. It, it's not like shouted. It's just damn. So it's not the Ron Simmons <laughs> WWE. Damn. It's just, damn. <laughs> there, everybody. Because I saw someone on Twitter was like, you have to get your obligatory Ron Simmons reference out of the way. Has anyone made a damn Kendrick reference yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling he's trying to make a meme or something like that. Like, there's no way that's not what he's trying to do, especially with the way he looks on the album cover. Well, he he's following a trend because Humble was in all caps and period. And when he was teasing the release, it was just ALBUM in all caps and a period. And according to the advert for iTunes... <laughs> oh, yeah! The ad from the official Kendrick page, it says, uh, On iTunes, this Friday, ALBUM featuring track one, track two, track three, and more. <laughs> like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Wait, that was on the official page? Yeah, it's like the official iTunes ad. Oh, that's great. They're keeping this under lock and key, which is why I wouldn't be completely disappointed if it did end up ju just being, um, uh, just R uh, Rihanna and YouTube being featured, but I have a feeling they're keeping a lot secret. Uh, yeah. What if it's just like, what if this is all a complete farce and that's not going to be what the album is at all? It's just going to be one long, like, instrumental track or some shit? Oh, shit. Not even humble. <laughs> that's not even on there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I, I'm. I like the cover. I really like the red font. Everybody like was making fun of it for looking like it just was made in paint. But I, I fuck with the aesthetic. The, he, the, li he literally looks like he's about to pass out. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks like oh damn. He, 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 yeah, he looks like he was about to blink, and then they took a picture, and they went <laughs> this one. This one's the one. It looks like he's like. He's been working all day, and he's just about to pass out, and he forgot that they were doing a photo shoot, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, it looks tight. And, and the, even the explicit content sticker is, like, in a really odd place for an album. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Look at it. Right? It's it's strange. The size is strange. The positioning is strange. I pay attention to that shit, but it, it just, it's intentional. Knowing Kendrick, it's always going to be intentional. The first picture looks like he's, like, drunk off his ass. The second picture looks like he's about to fight you. He looks really <laughs> mad. No, the first picture looks like it was an accident, and the second photo on the back looks like they're showing him the first picture, and he goes like, mm, don't use that. <laughs> Delete that. 
<laughs> it's just like mm, y'all should probably delete that shit, dude. Okay, so looking at the uh, the back, it, it, you, you see how like the last letter of each word is like in the different color. Well, yeah, and they're also doing the whole Scarface kind of thing, aren't they? A little bit. Like, yeah, um, I get the feeling someone's gonna be like, "Oh man, this must mean something." Like, if you rearrange the letters, it means like, yeah. Well, I mean, sad. We, you could just Liat Rod. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna go on an online um, anagram machine, just type in those letters and see what comes up. But I doubt anything <laughs> will. There's a number two in there as well. So. What? See, what if that's to throw you off, though? Like, what if it's supposed to be, like, the two, like, in, you know, like, like Tuna or something like that, you know? Well, the last three are R-O-H, so maybe that's a reference to Ring of Honor. We don't know. No, no, it's a D. Is it a D? Yeah. Oh, God, I see now. I, I guess that I guess that would be Goo if it wasn't. Goo? Goo. <laughs> yeah, I've, all these songs, Humble, Lust, Love, Fear, Goo. Goo. <laughs> goo. Goo with uh... you two. <laughs> No, you know it's weird. Like all these songs, the names are so like basic. Like y- y- you wouldn't think people would name songs this. Like you know, you don't name a song just love. It's probably got to be like concept, right? Because the humble was like sort of a very particular type of song. Uh, so I feel like maybe for all of those, he's gonna do something like that. So blood will be sort of. Um, you know, maybe about friends and family. DNA is more like beyond that. Ya is going to be about, well, ya and uh, so on. <laughs> I don't think you so need forth. to explain. Yeah, that, as, soon, explain. as soon as I got to ya, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> my theory. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, I really don't care for you two or Rihanna personally, but shit. Oh, and I'm glad they had the last song. On the album, it's his goofy-ass fucking name. <laughs> About time. People need to Don't find worry. out that all the TDE rappers have the dumbest first names. Like, look it up. <laughs> like, um, we got Duckworth for Kendrick. We've got uh, Quentin, I think, for Schoolboy Q. Mm. And it was something really dumb sounding for Absol. And it might, you know, I apologize to anyone who has these names, but these are... These are just unfortunate names, and there's no way of getting around that. They they can't all be Quavius. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, Absol's name is Herbert. Herbert? Mm. A Herbert. lot of rappers have really silly names when you look back. Like Calvin. To, like Ice Cube. His real name is O'Shea. Yeah. Did you know like, that Young Dolph's real name is Adolph? And I'm not even fucking kidding oh. you. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Why? Like, Why would real. you do that? Why would anyone name their son Adolf? But it's with a PH, so it's like a dolphin type of thing, oh, I guess. Well, that's okay. Yeah, no but one will I mean, it has that the when s- it's said out loud and not shown <laughs> physically. It has the same roots. Yeah, imagine if like you're shouting him out. Oh, man, I don't know. It must be awkward as a Shout teacher. Shout out to Adolf. Yeah, Jerry here. Uh, Mary here. Adolf here. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine everybody just was like, nah, fuck that, Dolph. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with your parents? Like, I, I remember there was a dude I used to work with who, I'm not given last name, so it's okay. He, uh, his birth name was Eugene, but he thought mm. that was too, like, nerdy-ish, so he decided with a much cooler Bubba. Mm. And I was like, dude, 
I really don't want to call you either of those, but out of the two, I'm just going to call you fucking Eugene, because fuck that noise. I'm not calling a I grown man Bubba. <coughs> I, li- I like dumb names, though. I've always been a fan of dumb names, because they're still more memorable than, like, um, just regular names. Mm. I mean... Yeah, no, no, for real. Like, when I meet people and they tell me their name is, like, like Kim or just John yeah. or... Like, like I'm going to forget people's names. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so when you, if you have just something like common, like Emily or <laughs> or Joe, like I'm gonna forget that shit. But if your name is fucking Quavius, I'm yeah. always going to remember who you are. I'm thinking yeah, like that's probably why real. I don't go by my first name much. Oh yeah, what's your first name? <laughs> Mark. Mark. I have a lot of friends named Mark. See, it's too common. It's pretty good though. Like, I mean, it's biblical. There's not much you can. Not yeah. There's not much you can like. It's hard to make fun of it, I guess. Yeah. Unless like, oh, you a Mark, you a Mark. That's it. That's all. I yeah. Can uh, unless you're in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't get made fun Mark of. Mark ass fool. No, but other than that, <laughs> it, my name is actually Rav. Like somebody on Twitter was asking me the other day, is Rav short for Ravioli? Uh, and I had to disappoint them. Aww. Uh, but I told them I still got the formioli, so it's all right. Ah. So so what's been going on in the world, man? I, I've just been moving into an a new apartment, so I haven't really been reading enough. I mean, I know about the whole United thing. Sure. Oh, yeah, we're fucking... Dude, Imgur was fucking going off. Like, I am surprised a lot of these companies don't fucking, like, basically go under after this... Uh, after shit like this happens. You know, like, like think about this uh, Samsung and, like, how a whole bunch of their... Uh, um, products were fucking exploding exploding. yeah how does your company not go under after that how are people still buying your shit i'm gonna go ahead and wager to guess that a phone can't do much worse than explode against your face yeah yo you know when um when i was at the airport in china like they actually had they said what like kind of things you're not allowed to bring on the phone and that phone was one of the things on the list oh yeah its own separate thing yeah like, can you imagine the hassle for someone who, like, has that phone, and they're trying to travel, and they're like, nope, can't bring it. It's like, well, what do I do? You just don't have a phone wherever you're going now. Like, Well, the thing is, the thing is, usually, like, back in the day, this sort of thing would have happened. Nobody would have really noticed. The thing is, there's two things that happened there. First of all, obviously, United fucked up earlier. Like, what was it, a week or two ago, where they didn't let a 10-year-old girl on because she was wearing leggings or some leggings, shit? Leggings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb, right? But then sure. what was dumber was the way that their PR handled it. Whoever's running their Twitter is a fucking moron. And then when this happened, like, the the way they responded was wrong. And how they talked about, like, oh, you know, we just, we're really sorry that we reaccommodated him and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, reaccommodated, like, come on, son. Don't bullshit us. <laughs> I'm not sure why these people think responding to each and every tweet is better than just going fucking silent for like a day <laughs> just or two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's but that's the thing, cause like it it's what they're told to do. Like I, I work in the software industry, and and like every month they like give us like an update on all the competitors and what like companies have been thinking about doing. And one of like the kind of current ideas is that oh, it's better that people get responses for their concerns and queries. So if somebody complains somewhere about your product on a social media, you should go and respond because even if you don't make them happy, people see that you give a shit and in their head, it makes them think, um, 
of the company as like, oh, well, at least they responded, you know? Um, and But sometimes it just doesn't work. It's not so black and white, you know? Yeah, it needs to be a little bit more personable than that. Yeah, or at least like, I don't know, more diplomatic and like that less corporate. I don't know y'all seen this, but like a lot of people are like, oh shit. So upon further investigation, this guy that got dragged out, he had like a criminal past, a little bit of a criminal past or whatever, right? He 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 did something 10 years ago. And so they're like, ah, okay then. As if like that's in any way linked to what's happening. Oh, I hate you know? it when people do that shit. No, it's okay. He wasn't a perfect person. So, so see, it's okay that this happened to him. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter say, wow, he's getting the black man on the news treatment. And yeah, that's totally it. When anyone, like an unarmed dude, usually a person of color, does get either killed by a police more often than not. You know, like it always, well, hey, let's not jump to conclusions. These same people are like, hey, let's not, you know, side with anybody here until we know all the facts. And then immediately the only fact that they learn is, Oh, well, he may have had a criminal past. And then they're like, oh, well, fine, fuck him. He deserved it. Like, what? We A, we don't even know exactly what he did. And B, that doesn't mean that he deserved to be forcefully removed from a seat and dragged down an aisle like he and dehumanized. When the system doesn't work, the people have to work. And everybody's, like, kind of celebrating that, oh, shit, their shares are down by a billion dollars. And watch, everybody's going to forget about this whole ordeal a week from now oh, yeah. and move on. But the thing is, even though they're a billion down, they're still on the way up. Like, it's if you look at their profits, like, for this year and shit, that, one, that loss is not, like, a huge deal for them. Like, it all sounds like big numbers and shit, but it doesn't mean much. Yeah, like you said, they're just waiting for you to forget. That's what happens with every tragedy. Yeah. Because cause we're all going to be like, oh, fucking United, man. Fuck them. And then as soon as you see an affordable ticket, you cop it. And you kind of think, well, I'm not really supporting them. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying broke, to get this deal. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like with Pepsi. Like, after that dumbass commercial, people were like, I'm never drinking Pepsi again. And then two days later, like, mm, I like mm, a little Pepsi well, right now. Well, hold on. That's like, different. That's different. Because a Pepsi is something that you can, like, avoid needing an airline ticket is a little harder to avoid True. if you're like, oh, True. that's a Fair good enough. deal, you know? But there's, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying for both, there are different competitions and, yeah. like, there's alternatives, right? Like, it's not like you can say, it's not like if you say fuck you to United, you never get to fly again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I still feel bad if, if I go and eat a Chick-fil-A, even though they've, like, apologized time after time and said that they changed their practices. I don't know 100% if they did, but... No one else has fucking waffle fries, so... Yeah, see? <laughs> they have a see, that's all it takes. Fries. That's the problem. <laughs> they didn't give you a choice as to where to get your uh, uh, waffle fries, bro. If Zaxby's or Popeye's started selling fucking waffle fries, it'd be easy. I need an alternative. But, but no, see, as for right is, now, they're the only dog in the fight. Thing is, if, that's you capitalism. Into, if you look into any company, you can find some fucked up thing that you can be like, yeah, this is why you shouldn't support them. Because any company that gets what they are, they usually had to do something fucked up. Like, behind every fortune, there's a crime. That is that is not a phrase just because it's a phrase. Here is the prime example of that, right? So, I remember a few years ago, maybe if it was just last year, I remember everyone was saying boycott Sony, but I forgot why. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it's it. It's like, I remember that being a thing... But I forget the specifics. I don't remember if it was a data breach or a movie 
that they had put their name on or the studio. I I don't remember. It's impossible to keep up. They are they are counting on you getting so outraged by all these other things that you'll eventually forget about theirs. And it fucking works. There's too many goddamn things. I remember someone tweet, um, I, I can't understand why everyone is so upset about a man being pulled off an airplane, but nobody is as outraged about an eight-year-old being shot at school. And it's like, you know what? We are. But I just got to say from a personal experience, I read about the fucking United thing like early in the morning, right? That was my fucking coffee. That's how I started my goddamn day was hearing about United. By the time I heard about the kid and the whole school shooting, that was like three o'clock in the afternoon after a day of really horrible news. I was exhausted. I already exhausted all my outrage. At that point, I just felt hopeless and depressed. So yeah, I can't be as outraged for, for every single thing or outwardly outraged. I can't display it. But it's there. I mean, the the real issue is if we want to really make a difference, if we really think this matters, people just need to be as united in, you know, what they want to do with their manpower and their votes and their dollars as companies are united with what they want to do with their manpower and their vote and the dollars. You know what I mean? So, like, tomorrow, if everyone was just like, hey, how about we just not book our flights with them? Sure, there's going to be pe some people out of the know that don't do it, but if everyone on the internet was just like an internet-wide sort of like, eh, tomorrow we just we just don't fuck with United. But that, but that, this is the thing. Like social network, there's like the what they call Facebook activism, right? Where well, yeah. you post a comment how you're outraged and oh, this is horrible, and you'll write a little paragraph and then you forget about it. Yeah. That's the end. You've done your part. Oh, look at you, you. You were disappointed, and you got a bunch of likes from people who share your opinions, and that's it. I remember yeah. when gas prices were super high during the during the uh, during Obama's time before it got like crazy fucking low. Everyone was like, "Let's just not buy gas tomorrow." It's like, "Yeah, okay, that's cool, but you're going to the day afterwards." So, <laughs> yeah. well, well, see, you're it, gonna need it eventually. But see, the you're thing not is, all the buying is, fucking the leaps. Problem, the problem with the activism is that it has no goal a lot of the time. It's just, we're angry at this thing, we're not going to do this. And when you don't have a goal to get united behind it, it doesn't matter. It should be... Yeah, it's not organized. Yeah, like, if people tomorrow were like, not just, we're not going to buy United tickets, it's, we're not going to do it until the company does this. Until the company has a policy that does not allow for people to get, uh, you know... Uh, knocked around and shit like that until they have a policy that specifically says people will be fired if they treat people like that until they have a policy that says when the fucking plane is booked it doesn't take any more goddamn tickets that should not be happening that fucking often and the thing is also the people who are very apathetic but they're still vocal about how apathetic they are it also doesn't really help because <laughs> it's like it, it's just like y'all can uh, especially talk about <laughs> But yeah, you, you know, like the, the, okay, imagine you see someone beating a woman in the street, right? Mm -hmm. And then somebody goes, oh my God, help her. And do you just go, uh, when I was broke because my people are disenfranchised, no one helped me, so fuck you. And you just walk away. <laughs> That's not the kind of society we should be living, yeah, no, living in. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it sucks. It, it's not fair. And it's not fair for too many people. And it's and it's not by choice, and it fucking sucks, and it's probably gonna suck for a long time, and but we it's it's still better to help each other out whenever we can. 
I, I say hi to the bus driver every morning, every evening. Like one out of 20 times I say hi, he actually looks at me or says hi. You know, it doesn't matter. I do it for myself. Do good deeds for yourself. Like just you'll make the world a better place by by getting involved whenever you can. And you can just live hoping that other people have a similar, you know, opinion about life as you do and hope that they help you out when you need help. I want to say this. Okay, so we have the internet outrage, right? But then we have the backlash to the outrage, which is the people going, oh, I, like an hour after a meme or a joke comes out, people would be like, oh, beating a dead horse. So tired of seeing this. So tired of people talking about this. It's like, you know, this is my backlash to that backlash to the original thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I... I'm already seeing that with United because, like, everyone's, like, you know, tweeting about United and tweeting about their, their displeasure. United doesn't care about that, right? Like, that's not going to hurt. But then I'm also seeing people tweeting, stand with United. They don't care about that either. They don't yeah, fucking I... <laughs> care that you're supporting them. But the people who, who come up and say, like, oh, you're beating a dead horse, they're the same people that during events are, like, try clapping first. You know, they're yeah. the first person to clap and then look around. If no one else is clapping, they're like, oh, or if others join in, they're like, they think in their head, well, I was clapping first because they're the same people who post first when YouTube just came out. Right. Yeah. Or, or, people uh, still do that. It's it's about being a, ahead of it. Like, oh, this is going to die eventually. I want to be ahead of the, like the wave and kind of be there first. But just like with clapping, you might look like a fucking idiot if you're the only one doing it. Yeah, but it's kind of like like with uh, Back to the Future Day. Remember a couple years ago when it was like, oh, this is the day Marty McFly actually went back to the future. <laughs> what a good laugh. Like by 12, 15, people were like, I'm so tired of people referencing Back to the Future. It's like, for fuck's sake, man, it's one goddamn day. There's it's seven, one day, there's right? There's seven billion people in the fucking world. Not everyone is aware of exactly when something happens as you are. Sometimes some other people are just learning about it, and they want to make their reference to other people who haven't heard about it yet. Yeah, congratulations, you're the first person who fucking knew. Shut the fuck up and let everyone else enjoy it. Yeah, it's just people who don't have anything to do. It's the same people who get mad about like any video game like becoming more popular and more popular and they're like uh, that game's overrated or like why does everyone play this fucking game i hate games or the thing is it's not like we're all excited about everything that's popping out there right we're excited about the things that we care about yeah and there's loads of things that are popping out there but we're not all excited all at the same time about all the exact same things and and you could be upset about so many things at one time or or you could be happy about something that you do enjoy instead, and then you wouldn't even have the time to be upset about other shit. People always say, like, oh, man, it's overrated. The way people talk about that game, it's so overrated. But it's like, there's, have you ever come to a point where you're like, yes, that game is exactly at the amount of hype that it should be ever. No, there's never someone, yeah. like, calibrating how many people should know about this thing. Okay, we're at the perfect level now. Uh, we won't tell anyone else about it. No! But what is the goal? What is the goal of the person saying something is overrated? What do they hope for? Do they hope that the person goes, Oh, fuck, you're right. Fuck this shit. And just throws their, like, fucking Nintendo Switch out the window? Like, what do they expect to happen? There's got to be some sort of goal. Either somebody goes... Oh, wow, you got an edgy opinion. I like that. Or 
something else. Like, what do they expect? I, I, I don't know. This may or may not be related, but uh, Danielle, I went ahead and learned what her first name was, uh, known for uh, saying that stupid shit on Dr. Phil. I'm not going to say what it was. Everybody knows. Um, you know, she's been in I've a few... O- I've only seen the picture of the meme. I really don't know. Like, there's a couple of memes that I saw, I've, and, I, and I never got involved. That one I never gave a shit about, and Damn Daniel. It just seemed like not even meme-worthy Honestly, to me, both of those things. Honestly, it's not even that, like, great of a video. It's just her... It, it's not like she says it in a specifically, like, so exaggerated way that it's just, whoa, out of this world. I remember watching it and being like, oh, she just said it like that. Like, yeah, it sure sounds slightly, like trying to be black but like so it was the same thing with the damn daniel because like it's i was like a week late on it but i saw it everywhere like the the people writing that so i imagined it was like damn daniel like i imagined it being over the top and then i saw the video and it was like damn daniel and i was like oh this is fucking (laughs) flaccid as hell i I thought it was a little like damn daniel yeah, Dom Daniel. What was that accent? Like, I don't know. Not, not. It's not worthy of fucking getting on whatever, like Ellen or whatever the fuck. But you know. That, but that's where that's where memes go to die. Daniel himself got like a lifetime supply of shoes that he like donated because he doesn't need that many shoes. But and he doesn't deserve them. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. what, what about the guy that that made the vines? Like the guy who said the thing. <laughs> All Daniel did was stand there in shoes. <laughs> he just had the yeah. one pair of fucking white vans and yeah. the one guy thought it was so funny that he created the, the the meme so now every time you see a fucking thing just because that guy wasn't on camera daniel's the only one you see but the thing about yeah. danielle all uh catch me outside how about there thing is that she's been in a few music videos oh they're, god uh, yeah they're talking about her getting a reality show. I saw a picture yeah. of her with like a gold grill, or at least like. How old is she? I think she's like 16, like 17. 13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. 13, Duke. What kind of like. Like, I'm not even mad at whatever her dumb meme was. Like, I'm, I'm mad at the people who are like saw this as an opportunity as a marketing opportunity. That's what I'm saying. Like, I saw a picture of her and she got either their like. They're covers, or it's an actual grill, but she has, like, her mm. top row of teeth are gold, and she's talking about, like, how great that is or whatever. I looked at that picture, and I was like, you know what? I, I can't be mad at Danielle, because <laughs> she seems happy, and good for her, but at the end of the day, yeah, fuck everyone who's just put her in a music video for the sake of her being a meme that week, and they don't actually care about her as a person, Fuck everyone who's trying to put her in a reality show and they know it's going to probably ruin her fucking life and they're not going to give a shit yeah, because they that's got the ratings. Thing. She's 13. How do we know 10 years from now how she will look back at this situation? Maybe like, she'll be like, fuck, I wish I never got known because of this dumb shit. Now it's ruined or like it like, did ruined we learn reputation that she could Friday? have. <laughs> right. She was 13 too, right? Yeah. Around that age, yeah. I remember people were saying, like, crazy shit. I mean, the song sucked, right? But I don't... Man, people just love finding, like, targets. Rebecca Black, uh, shit, what was her name? Jenna Rose, who did my jeans. They just went back, and it's like, I wanted a recording career, and now I can't get one. Because I fucking... I've been made a fucking meme, and whatever. And I'm looking at Danielle, and, like... She seems happy right now, and that's great, but 
I still gotta blame, like, Dr. Phil for, again, fuck him always and forever, but it's like, he's the fucking main guy who saw her as, like, a cash cow and is now fucking enjoying the benefits, but I have one special reserved fuck you, not really serious, kinda joking. Bill. No, no. Fuck that guy. No, I'm a spare kill Bill this time. But yeah. fucking Kenny G, I saw him tweet a picture of him in a golf cart on a on a fucking golf course. Oh, I saw that shit. And oh he my said, God. "Cash me on the green. How about that?" It's like Ugh. Kenny G. Yeah. Stop. Remember, <laughs> I, I yo, today was the first time I listened front to back that episode y'all did with Kill Bill. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, shouts out to that fuck boy. We gotta have um, him on again soon too. He's good. He's a decent person. Yeah, I like guess. he's okay. <laughs> he's alright. He's yeah, alright. Overrated. Overrated. <laughs> oh shit! Dead <laughs> meme. Too many people know who he is. Shots Too many fired. people know. <laughs> I demand that less people know who he is right now. <laughs> you know, talking about him is just like beating a dead horse, guys. Uh, no, but um, I I I thought about what you guys were saying, like in terms of you know how memes, like sort certain corporations are trying to incorporate memes, and um. How they're failing at it because there's, I feel like there's a couple aspects to it. A, it's kind of random in nature, the way that memes pop off. And and for those who are able to just be so funny on this, like, internet funny, like, um, the Twitter account at Drill. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The one that, like, uh, got the little fucking picture with the sunglasses in it. Everybody knows that account basically just for, like, troll tweets and shit, right? And, um... I bet, like, one of these days, these people, like, will start being hired by corporations just to think, like, think of something funny that would work on the internet. Like, these are the only people that would know how to do it in a way that would perhaps not be forced. And I feel like eventually all these uh, troll-ass accounts on Twitter and YouTube and everything, all their accounts are going to become part of their resumes uh, in the future for positions in marketing. And, um... But as we are now, the companies just are so out of touch. Like, I, I feel like most corporations have never been this out of touch. Well, okay. I, I would actually argue that it's always kind of been that way, but we just never noticed it on the scale till now. Because I thought about something, right? Like the Pepsi thing, right? Uh, I think we talked about it last week, but I hadn't talked about it with you yet. Like, so... You know, oh, is these people acting like they're being revolutionary when really they're just not talking about anything. They're just using the aesthetic of of uh, being with the times to sound cool when they're really not saying anything. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this is lame. Like, remember when, Com- like, I had that half a second where I was like, remember when uh, Coca-Cola did this better? And then I was like, wait a minute, let me actually watch that ad. And like... That ad from the 70s, you know, the fucking, uh, if, if I, I could, buy could teach. the world a Coke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That ad is just as bad. Like, it's yeah, honest. But, the, but there's certain, like, commercials. Like, back in the day, a lot of Pepsi and Cola commercials, they bordered on, like, surreal dumb, right? Like, it was supposed to be, like, they, they were sort of self-aware. What that commercial and Pepsi wasn't. Yeah, no, no, no. The problem with this commercial from the seventies, which I, I, I would argue is just as bad as the uh, as this new one, was that it's like uh, this. You know, it has the the sort of the sixties hippie aesthetic. The, this uh, this woman having this nice flowery voice, like what's her name? Um, 
the girl who did the I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got, you know, it has that sort of <laughs> that sort of earthy feel to it, you know. And they're just singing together. If I could, like, you know, keep the world company. Oh, I wish I could do this thing. And it's like just vague niceties. And look at all these diverse faces holding a coke. And the thing about it is, it's like it's not that someone can't have like a message and be a commercial at the same time but the product has to be peripheral to what the message is the problem with this fucking ad is that it goes like it goes like it it's it starts off saying oh man we want world peace yeah we want to have world peace and it's like oh wouldn't we want that if it and it's just like okay that's where you're going but then halfway through it's like I'd like to buy the world a Coke and keep it company. And then you hear the little, the little flowery singing over it. It's the real thing. Coca-Cola, the real thing. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, hold on. Originally, this was supposed to be about like world peace. Now it's just about Coca-Cola. Like it was, Coca-Cola is not peripheral to the message. It's literally like a fucking right turn of what the original message was. Right. Just to talk about fucking Coca-Cola. Like at the end, it says, uh, on a hilltop in Italy, we assembled young people from all around the world to bring you this message from Coca-Cola bottle uh, uh, from Coca-Cola bottlers. It's the real thing, Coke. What the fuck was the message? The message yeah. was literally. First of all, what the fuck does that matter that they're on a goddamn hilltop in Italy? That has no hey. importance whatsoever. You know it's really the real funny thing. About this ad is that it? It was like it's it's been often parodied, but like if, if we're gonna talk about someone exploiting it. Um, I remember one time I went and I just wanted to watch old political ads from like years past. And I went all the way back to when I thought they had started and I was, I was off because I started way before this, but I went back to like the sixties and I watched, uh, some of Nixon's Nixon had an ad for his second term where it's a song called Nixon now. And it's just (laughs) like this fucking ad where it's like young people acting cool, acting fun, and it's like, Nixon now, Nixon now, more than ever we need Nixon now. And it's like, first of all, I'm looking at all these young people who Nixon despised and black people (laughs) who he despised and uh, presumably homosexuals who he despised. And it's like, who are you trying to fucking fool here? with this shit and i mean unfortunately it worked but like once those it's funny in hindsight because you listen to his uh secret tapes or whatever and you just hear about he's talking about hippies and how much he hates them but then you look at his ads and he's just like you know the youth are the youth of today have their fringes but that's why we love them like oh fuck no but the thing is the thing is just to bring it back to coke the reason i think the pepsi ad is still worse than the coke ad is because coke tastes better but also because um no but for real the the real reason is because i think it was even more poor taste because they're they're kind of i don't know touching on a very similar subject but oh true true no the the whole cop thing that that that's where it's like that made me feel some type of way. I was like, oh, oh no, they're not gonna. As soon as I saw her like approach with a Pepsi, I'm like, oh fuck me, I know what's gonna happen. Like I know what's gonna happen. They're all gonna be so fucking happy he had a Pepsi, and 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 it happened. And it's kind yeah, of and it's so dumb because it's like they start celebrating like, yay, we won. Like what the fuck are you celebrating? How many people approved it? How many people approved this video? How many people partook? <laughs> like it, how many people took part in the actual shooting and and just went this seems like this seems like this is a good thing to do 
<laughs> it seems like the right idea. I feel like, bad. I feel bad for all the people like in this commercial that aren't like Kendall Jenner that it can go on and do whatever they want. Yeah, it's like you the know their Pepsi career is marred by this fucking ad now. <laughs> why? Why was Pepsi apologizing to Kendall Jenner? Like she must have some really good lawyers because she's a grown ass <laughs> person who who made that decision. She wasn't like thrust into this commercial and just yeah. like, hey, walk over there and give that man a Pepsi. And she's like, why? Yeah. Oh, no. don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Just do it. That fucking Muslim photographer is finished. Yeah. Wait, how did we get to this point in society, or has civilization always been this binary? You see oh, what I mean? Of course we're, it we're, has. We're it's just... probably been worse, honestly. It's just where, like, history, like someone once said, history is a nightmare that we're all slowly waking up from. And we're just realizing, like, oh man, that's ridiculous. Wait, was it always like this? Actually, yeah. We just kind of, <laughs> like, oh, let yeah. it go before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this world is run by people just like you and I, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not, it's, it's very flawed people. Oh, of course. And, like when I was a kid, I thought that like people who were in charge of shit, like they have to know what they're doing, right? Dude, I still <laughs> yeah. get those moments where I'm like, I, I have to pretend to be an adult. Like <laughs> I, I still have that moment where I'm like, I feel like, oh man, I'm the only like child. Everybody are adults, and I'm just pretending, and they don't know. But I, I bet so many people have that thought of like I'm the only one who thinks everything is fucking nuts, and and I and I want to panic and run around and scream, but I gotta keep composure because everyone else is doing it. So I I gotta not stand out. We just all fooled ourselves into thinking that everyone else knows what they're doing too. So I'd better pretend as well. Yeah, I know. That's why every time like I'm walking down the street, I just want to like grab someone and be like, I know. <laughs> I know. Me too. And just walk away, you know? You, you know what I just randomly thought about? You know that damn Daniel ad, right? I yeah. mean, not ad, but the thing. If you watch those, like, videos again, he's, like, actually being kind of a dick. Like, he, like, pushes him and goes, like, damn, it, let me see that shit. <laughs> like, he's, like, really rough with him. It's just like, dude, like, fucking, like, if that was happening to me, I'd be like, dude, fucking chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if they were friends. I mean, I guess they they must have been to some <laughs> yeah, extent. Yeah. No, honestly, when you see him, some of the time it just seems like he's just like I'm smiling because I'm just trying to go about my fucking day, and he keeps shoving a fucking camera in my face. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone, please. I had um I had a fucked up idea the other day about to do with like um the whole capitalism like theme we've been going with. Um, you know how like you guys in America have private health care. Wait, what and country are you in? I'm in the UK right now. Oh shit. Uh yeah, in London. And we have we have public health care and we have private health care. So you got the options, right? Um so the other day it just hit me like what if one day there's gonna be an Uber equivalent for like ambulances, right? <laughs> so like oh, Uber shit. Lens, right? So like there's ambulances everywhere. But on Uber, it's much quicker because there might be like one, two minutes away from you and you can see the review and you can get all that and it'll be cheaper than like alternatives, right? And oh, do you shit. think that could happen? That'd be Dude, fucked up. Dude, that could totally happen. I, I honestly feel like it, it could happen and I wonder to what extent like it, it could be enforced, I guess. Would it be legal and how like... I mean, you, you'd still probably have to have like... um either a degree or some sort of expertise. Well, I mean, you're just driving people to a hospital. It's not like, right, like you right. could do it with Uber, but maybe with them, they have like, you know, 
just sort of like gauze and stuff like that and maybe like you can only do it if you have like a van so that and it has to be like covered in something so yeah, that if yeah. you're bleeding like they, you they, know they could does... lay you down but maybe like maybe it would be like above that it'd be like an ambulance like it have it would be equipped with all the things an ambulance is equipped with but it's privatized and it's all over the city and it, and calling them is cheaper long term and quicker than the alternative currently. That's what happened with taxis. Nobody thought, nobody thought someone's gonna privatize this. Like, it's not privatized, but it's it's becoming a monopoly. I'm all for Uber. Yeah. I use it all the time. But I mean, we can all remember that five years ago, oh, this yeah. just wasn't a thing. Like we, you just kind of hope there's a cab around, or you'd call, you'd look it up online and trying to find mm-hmm. some sort of cab company. But now you have this app. Can we program the alarms for the Uber ambulances to be skirt skirt? <laughs> <laughs> if they're everywhere. Imagine, imagine you're just bleeding and you pull up your phone, bring the app open, you're like, uh, oh, okay, this guy named Rodriguez is two minutes away. Uh, okay, four and a half stars? Okay, sure, why not? I trust him. <laughs> uh, he he looks trustworthy. There's a comment in here that says, "I almost bled to death, but Rodriguez helped me out." Okay, it shows a That's picture, situation, sort of, and it also shows his like most favorited or most liked Twitter post. So <laughs> so you know what kind of duty is. It's like okay, he looks cool, and we have slightly similar senses of humor. I'm sure it'd be cringy some while, but I mean, I'm bleeding, so I'm not gonna really be paying attention that much. Yeah. It shows him like the guy, uh, the guy who had to go to the the hospital, like in a picture with the, with the driver. He's like all bloodied and shit, and he's like holding a thumbs up, like. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, it would be fucked up. Like honestly, for America, maybe it wouldn't be a a big deal to have like an Uber Lance situation, but for the rest of the world, this would really be fucked up if you think about it. Because if it were, if it would be quicker and more responsive than. Um, public health care, then people would rely more on, let's say, Uberlands, right? And eventually, the the, the public health care would have to be funded less and less until we get to the point where the people who can't even afford an Uberlands don't have a viable alternative. And I don't know, I, I think I'm a super big pessimist or something, but I feel like something like that will happen one day where we'll start privatizing way too many things we shouldn't and we'll push away any public f- free services that we have and it'll, it, w- it won't really affect people like us, but it'll fuck a lot of the people. So it sounds to me like the real problem is we need to make it so that people don't need... Uh, basically we need to make a a a universal uh what's the word a universal standard of living that Ah. everyone can have Uh, uh, Mm. how about that like okay if you're homeless then it's it's just like god damn it (laughs) don't do that (laughs) like if you're homeless you get a place to sleep in like it's not gonna be like super fancy maybe it's like a shotgun shack but like it's your own place that you can live in you know what i mean like, why not have those things, you know? And it's like, and apparently I was hearing that, excuse me, uh, let me do that again. And apparently I was hearing that, like, it actually costs more for, uh, 
like to have like homeless people on the street with all the shit that happens with people, you know, dying and getting sick and needing to go to the hospital but not having any coverage. It actually costs less if we just help them. <laughs> but we really? just don't want to because we're like, meh, why should I? What have the homeless done for me? But then when they eventually get sick or die or, you know, need to be like, have all this shit happen like we're going to pay for it eventually it's just why did we you have sound the... like ganon from that like one terrible the, the zelda game at what point <laughs> you, you you sounded like ganon sorry well, when i said what have they done for me yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. homeless you must die <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's like, we'll eventually spend the money when we absolutely have to. But <laughs> the fact that we could do it beforehand, eh, you know what? Yeah. We just don't want to yet. Yeah. It's an inconvenience. We don't want to be put out. Yeah, we only want to be inconvenienced when we absolutely have to. This week on the Going Off Podcast, we're reviewing All-American Badass by Joey Badass. With dollar signs for S's for style. This is the second uh, Joey Badass album I've heard uh, before Damani. I checked out not too long ago. Way long, way later than everybody else did. And I uh, was very, very surprised. I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely lived up to the hype. Um, so, All American Badass. New release. Reminds me a lot of The Undertaker. Because he called himself The American Badass there for a while. And he rode a motorcycle. For whatever fucking reason. But that's irrelevant. Darren. What did you think of All American Badass? I thought All American Badass was um hmm. first of all like okay so y- you know Ice Cube kind of kind of did it first right like all right we know that yeah uh huh now I'm cool with like doing that for the album name like oh it's a reference to that but like every like fifth song has that on it oh yeah it the, does. The, America's. Uh, in fact, wasn't there a point where he's like, America? <laughs> yeah, it's on the last track where it's like, it does this bit where it's like skipping a few yeah. words, and then for that, he just does it live like that, and it's like, yeah, I know. I, I, I was doing that as a joke, though, saying it that way. <laughs> I didn't know we were actually many, doing that. It's just one too many songs where, where it repeats that, like, America KKK thing. It's just like, all right, we. We get a dude. <laughs> Going into this, I, I I don't think I'd ever. Well, no, I've heard him. I've I've heard him before, and like he's one of those guys that I think he's really good. In fact, I think he's like awesome. But I've mm. just never checked him out that much. Like I feel like he should be one of my favorites. I just hadn't really thought about it like that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I feel like he's never really been like on the radar like that for like. Like, he's one of those guys that's, like, so, sort of like, oh, in 10 years, people will be like, oh, man, you know who's great, Joey Badass? But at the time, like, whenever he puts out something, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this one, I felt like he he sought to do something very different. He wanted to do the fucking, remember this album? He wanted this to be his goddamn To Pimp a Butterfly. And I kind of heard that on, on one moment where it sounded a little bit too much like To Pimp a Butterfly on uh, All Right. Did that not sound a little bit like, uh, I mean, um, on the Why Don't You Love Me? Did that not sound a little bit like All Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, come on, bro. Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> See, I was even going to say, if, uh, if, damn, 
is like a complete departure from what we heard on To Pimp a Butterfly, and, you know, it's something completely different. I feel like we got that with this. Like, this is like, okay, well, if you were looking for that, here's <laughs> Joey Badass doing it. And the style is different enough that it isn't like you're listening to To Pimp a Butterfly all over yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very sure. different album, and the, and the <clears throat> style's very different, and the message is conveyed a lot more blunt. He still maintains his, like, cleverness. I feel like Joey Badass is a dude who's, like, lyricism to him just doesn't sound like it's that much of an issue. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, I just, I spit out these ill multisyllabic shit. That's just what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. for him to channel that through this was really cool because it's, like, it's more than just, uh, you know, being clever for the sake of being clever and just talking about his life. He's actually trying to make a point about some things. Now, there are some points where I kind of feel like he falls back into the sort of, like, generic sort of, this is just about my life, like, Devastated. That song literally, like, for the title track, for the track, you know, for the name Devastated, I thought it was like, oh, man, we're going to get, like, to the low point of the album, you know? But mm -hmm. it's... Just kind of talking about how like uh, I used to be poor, but now I'm rich, and I made it with my with with my dudes, and you know like yeah, we're doing all right now. It's like kind of doesn't fit with the rest of the album about being you know sad and at the state of you know Black America. It just it just really feels a little out of the blue. And I, I looked it up. Apparently, this song was like recorded like a couple of months before, and they just kind of stuck it on here. Oh, and so it's just okay. like it, it just really doesn't feel like it fits. Because, you know, the rest of the songs are like, like fucking Temptation starts off with that, that heart wrenching little girl oh. at the beginning where she's talking about like, you know, basically like, we shouldn't be treated like this. And this is bad. And I was like, oh, my God. And it goes in the song and I feel that. And, you know, Good Morning America, he says, um, and he actually has some really good joints on here. He says, uh, it's time to wake up. Won't you come and smell the hot coffee? Stick your nose in the wrong places. One day you'll OD. Like... <laughs> That was pretty clever. <laughs> uh, and then he says, uh, um, oh, For Our People was dope. Uh, Temptation was dope, of course. Land of the Free was ill as fuck. Devastated was the first time where it started falling off. Where it was like, wait a minute, uh, where are we? Uh, I thought this was supposed to be about like something. And then Why, do why, why You Don't Love Me was mm. like, that was the one that kind of sounded like all right. And I was kind of feeling like, Okay, I kind of feel like this isn't going to end up going where I want it to, you know. Mm. Then we have Rockabye Baby, which completely departs from what was happening. And it was just more like, alright, this is just about that gangster shit now. And Schoolboy fucking bodied that shit. Like, holy yeah. god. He, he was like, a, park the car around the corner, be there in a second. The murder weapon on me. Fuck if this bitch starts flaming the cops patrolling. Get that punk-ass American flag ceremony. Oh, damn, did I go too far? <laughs> yeah, I, like, my fucking draw, jaw dropped at that like, oh fuck dude it, it's basically like uh on that remix of uh that part where he's talking about the dude that was shot outside the gas station and it was like uh hey you say black lives matter but you fucking filmed them and didn't do anything about it you uh you two deserve to die too like oh jesus <laughs> fucking schoolboy q half the time it's like 
yeah, you know, uh, but then other times it's like, no, fuck this. And he's like, yeah. he gets more raw than like most. He said, your son picked up on your beef real shit from getting lynched in fields to owning buildings, getting millions, influencing white children. And oddly, we still ain't even. <laughs> and he says, still only a small percentage of blacks that's eating. Same routines, same dope fiends, the nightmare streets forever murder season. It's like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is, um, Fucking goes in. Yeah, like, Joey Bennett, I, I kind of forgot whatever he said, <laughs> because it, <laughs> it was just small bananas compared to where the fuck Schoolboy Q was going with this whole verse. Mm. Um, in fact, I kind of felt like that was an issue at times. I kind of felt like there wasn't enough that was strong enough to really, like, make each song punch out. Like, the first four songs, like, they're cool, but I feel like it doesn't really, like, hit you as hard as it could. I would say overall with <clears throat> with Joy Badass, I I really enjoyed the album. It was it was uh it was powerful. It had a very strong message. I think it was conveyed very well. But overall, uh, very few songs were memorable afterwards. Mm. Um, there was only a few tracks where I mean I don't really know if an album like this is. Like, its main goal is to be catchy or whatever, but fucking Legendary with J. Cole was fucking catchy as shit. And I was, it was like, okay, this this track is actually kind of fun. And mm. it's like, I maybe he's not going for that, and that's not the overall mood of the album, and that's not what he's going for. But when that track came on, and that's the fucking second to the last track on the album, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. But it was like, oh, all right. Like, yeah, I don't want to take it away from him because it was a dark album, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, and then you got Ring the Alarm with fucking Michi Darko comes back, Mm. and he, but he doesn't get a verse. I was just like, God damn it. It's like the best guy out of that whole group, and he just comes here just to do a chorus. Like, what the fuck, man? Um, but that one's sort of like, so you have these sort of back-to-back songs that are like amping up this sort of like, you know, revenge, revolution, all this evil, dark shit, and, you know, all this stuff. But then you get Super Predator, which, th- this is kind of my point. He doesn't go hard enough to make a, a, a big a, a statement with the song. Like, okay, you have the song Super Predator. You have that title. We know that it's based on, like, you know, the shit that was going on with the 90s. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 we all heard the Hillary speech. We've all seen... The Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah. They're, they, they, what was it? They need healing... They need or to something. come to heal or something come like that. Come to heal, that's right. Like, I was expecting, like, is that even, like, quoted in the yeah, song? Like, I, no. I don't think it is. It, it only, and he only really talks about it at, like, the tail end of the song. Mm. And I kind of hated that. It's like, no, you need to flesh that out more. Because you just had these last two songs about, like, being super hateful and super vengeful against the society that's fucked you over. And then you have this song that doesn't really say any, like, excuse me. And then you have this song that doesn't really, you know, answer that, especially with the song that's supposed to be like, here's the thing that they called us in the 90s because, you know, there was that racial component to it. And without really fleshing it out and really giving us a more nuanced message with it, it really just sounds like, I mean, we were those, you know, super hardcore gangsters that they painted us out as. But, you know, it's just bad that they pointed it out. I think the neighbors think we're selling dope. Well, motherfucker, we are. Like, <laughs> then why even bring it up? Yeah, like like he says, uh, he got the whole world thinking it's true about what they said about us. But the last two songs were you being angry black man. So, like, what are you saying to offset that? You know yeah, what I mean? 
don't it, don't be mad that they made an accurate like observation. I don't even want to say that was an accurate, you know, thing, but like no, according but, to what he's saying. Yeah, you and know. like if that's what you're gonna put out, literally like it seemed like it was strategically placed to try to say something, you know? Right. Uh, and to try to say like they're not looking really at what the problems are. Like mm-hmm. maybe that could have been the message because it kinda it kind of, especially with Schoolboy Q, Q's uh, verse, he kind of talks about that. It's like, they're not looking at what the overarching problem is, and they're just seeing us as bad guys, uh, regardless of the situation. So we're just unrehabilitatable just because of that. Like, if he would have fleshed that out and made that more apparent, it would have worked. But it feels like it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't come all the way back around to be like, ah, oh, that's what he's trying to do here. It just kind of felt like, yeah, they're calling us super predators and saying that we're bad, even though the last two songs are about us, like, killing people and shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, um, we're pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it just didn't, it just didn't work. Uh, then you have Babylon, which was kind of about him saying, like, you know, I, I wish I could just run away from this, which I really kind of liked. Because yeah. it was just like, I wish I just had nothing to do with this, and oh my god. When he had that one fucking part where he says, um, fuck the system and the government. You fuckers not protecting and serving. You're more like damaging and hurting and letting off shots until you motherfuckers are certain he ain't breathing. You made it clear. Fuck your breath, nigga. We don't even deserve air. It's just like, holy oh. fuck. Because that's a reference to um, actual uh, Eric. Uh, oh my Eric Gardner. Yeah, yeah. For when the uh, f- I can't fucking breathe. police cop... I mean, excuse me, for when the fucking cop was like, fuck your breath, when he said, I can't breathe. It's like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, it's horrible. Why would you uh, fucking say that? And then for him to say, like, God damn, we don't even deserve air? Like, holy shit. Like, it's such a simple observation, but the God, when you fucking say it like that, it's Yeah, when like, you hear uh, it. Yeah, and it's like, and, and, he yeah. Says it's black, and then he just starts screaming. Like, when that energy comes into it, I was like... Holy shit, this is, I wanted to hear this the whole album, just that anger, because his voice can deliver it. It's like, if Black Lives really mattered, you niggas would do something. Instead, yeah. we'd get nothing. In fact, we'd be in hunting. In fact, we'd be in hunted. You know what I mean? And, uh... It fucking really came alive right at the end. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's, <laughs> it's solid enough in his delivery and description, but I feel like we needed more of those moments to really, ah, uh, just punch it and hit home. Uh, for example, his third verse in American Idol. Oh, man. He was bringing up a point that was genius. He said, What the government is doing amongst our people is downright evil. Disturbing, but not surprising, that's for certain. With all of the conflict of propaganda, I believe they're simply trying to start slander. They're trying to start a civil war within the USA amongst blacks and whites and those mm. alike. They're simply pushing us to our limits so we can all get together and get with it. They want us to rebel so that it makes it easier for them to kill us and put us in jails. And I was just like, oh, shit. And he's like, huh? And he says, uh, I I just want everyone to be cautious about how they go about it because this is all part of the government's plan and what they've been plotting. They're literally begging for this to happen so they can kill us off, use an uprising and rebellion as the excuse in a timely fashion. I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I've never heard someone make that point before. And the way you're presenting it right now isn't much unlike how it is on the album. Like I, I, I'm saying this in as a as a compliment or as a as a good point here, where he just kind of stops rapping. Like it almost yeah. just becomes he's ranting now. Like this is just him, like literally reaching through the fucking speaker, 
and just like grabbing your fucking collar and being like, I I wanted to check that you were listening because I'm <laughs> talking to you right the fuck now. Yeah. This is important. You need to hear this. Which again, why would you leave that for the very end? I mean, yeah. I guess if you're, you know, you're trying to make a big exclamation point on the album, that's one way to do it. But, you know, overall, there was a message being conveyed uh, gradually throughout the album. So it wasn't completely hidden towards the end, but it really came to a head at yeah. the end. I, I just and, wish, uh, I, I wish it was more solid. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a solid listen. But I, f- I wish that there were more big punches to really sort of, you know, pull you on throughout the whole album. You know what I mean? You know, a little observation I made on Twitter, and, you know, you can take this however you want. Um, occasionally, when you search for an album on Spotify, it will sometimes give you the edited version first, and then you have to actually go to the artist's page, find the unedited one, and listen to that one. And that happened to me when I downloaded um, this album. So I didn't even realize I had the edited one until a few tracks in. Because there is surprisingly low amounts of, uh, of harsh language or cursing mm. on this album. Um, there were mostly N-words that were, that were censored out. But for like 80% of the album, most of the songs are actually pretty clean. Um, the last track has the most cut out, and that doesn't help when, uh, the fucking refrain is me and my N-words going off like bomb threats, being repeated, like, four or five times, (laughs) so then, yeah, it gets cut out a lot, but I think, like, I don't have a problem with cursing on albums, obviously, but I was legitimately impressed that there was so little on this album with with a message so passionate. Like, it was conveyed... Uh, I don't want to say more intelligently, because I, like, I'm not say, I don't want to make it sound like I think cursing on an album is dumb, but it can be used as a crutch, occasionally. Yeah. And I think being able to convey a message like this and not resort to that, I think that definitely deserves some, uh, some recognition. Yeah. Um... And I I don't want to make it sound like I I I don't like this album because like I said I I actually do. Um, in fact, overall I give it a a four point seven five out of five actually. I I would say four and a half. Yeah. Because mm. I think it's a solid and enjoyable enough listen that you'll like it. But I think you know maybe there's little jewels every now and then. This is like a, a rapper making their first real political album. You know. Yeah. This is like Public Enemy getting their footing. And I would like to see more of it. Because like I said, they, most of the tracks were solid enough. And I, I feel like I, I feel like it's negative when I say that they're solid enough. Because I'm saying like, oh, it's good enough. But no, they really are good. It's just, I, I kind of feel like... You know, I shouldn't even say that. I shouldn't say that. I should give him props on what he did. Because he did a really good job. I, sh- I feel like I'm measuring it on... Like, well, if it was perfect, it should have been this. But I, I shouldn't do that. It is a it is a legit, like, enjoyable enough album. There's a, enough variation and enough, like, content on here to really to really pull you in. Uh, but when I heard the last song, it gave me a taste of what the album really could be. 
especially mm-hmm. like bring up a point of saying like you know uh they they're doing this to push our limits and we need to be smarter than this and it feels like it sort of subverts the earlier songs about you know starting revolution and just shooting and killing motherfuckers i guess it would have been too like heavy or like way too downer of a listen if it was that serious throughout the entire album like with that same amount of like raw energy but yeah. uh like i think sometimes people try to do too much with albums like like either it's one it's it's either one thing or another and i don't think it needs to necessarily be like that mm-hmm. but when you have songs that are so not that and then you have one that is really brings it like this last track it is a little bit jarring it's like where was this yeah 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 uh, i think if you would have cut out devastated though that one is such a departure from everything else that it that it takes the not as hard hittingness of the album and kind of pulls it down even further it's a very easy listen i say that you know it doesn't feel like a chore it uh it's what like it's almost an hour and it fucking flies by yeah you know the, the album actually is more about like me gaining the confidence to spread this message as opposed to like any actual uh you know hard-hitting pulling you down messages you know like we have one yeah. or two, we have one or two songs where uh, uh what was the one the why 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 you don't love me where you're talking about like why do you always call me ugly why come when you mm. do shit to me you don't just fucking apologize like why can't i just get you to say sorry for what you've done to me you know and it's just like yeah that like that's a powerful moment right there you know what i mean yeah um but yeah like i said a lot of it is him trying to garner the strength to tell the message there's a bit of timidness where he's like he feels like if he does say too much then people will think oh here comes heavy-handed joey badass trying to be like kendrick lamar you know what i mean but seriously at a time like this like i don't think anyone's really gonna be surprised if someone kind of takes a political stance yeah you know i think most people are expecting it (laughs) yeah like dude please don't be afraid man we want you to go all the way you know what i mean yeah because that's that's what makes it stand out so much and that's what makes it so wonderful and that's what makes it that's what makes me want to hear this again you know take the gamble you know what i mean um, you know, it, it's kind of irrelevant but i gotta point out the album cover um it's a fucking great cover um i i kind of don't like it as much it feels a little like it, it like if it, that feels a little on the nose like, ah, oh, you're giving the middle finger to... You know what I mean? Yeah, it is that, but I like that the American flag that is tied to, I guess, like, the antenna of the car is made out of, like, sewn-together bandanas. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and it's it's red and black bandanas basically symbolizing, like, we need to put the gang shit aside. Oh, yeah, when he brought that point up, that was pretty cool, too. And it's like, it, it was, it's basically the message that was brought up on that bullshit Snoop Dogg album, where him and, who was it? I forget who. When they were like, you know, red and blue, we gotta come together and fight the common enemy. It's like, yeah, okay, but at least on that one, it was bullshit. On this one, it was serious. And, <laughs> and it was done rather well. Yeah, because he was saying, like, we have gangs, we have groups of, like, black people within our communities. We just need to be fucking smarter about it. He basically said, we're, we're so ready to pull up guns to hurt each other, but not protect each other. 
That was a very solid listen. I I, I recommend it to anybody. You know, um, <coughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's really hard to say because we ranked it really high, but we still had a good bit of crit- criticisms for it. You know what I think it is? I think it's because it was so solid. We're kind of seeing the perfect that it could have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it just misses the mark. So yeah. I think if anything, we're just we're just slightly, I guess, I guess frustrated that it didn't go that complete. But it's like, I mean, that's fucking. That's more than good enough. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, really? I mean, yeah. We're, we're, I think we're being kind of assholes. We're assuming it's this perfect world where everyone releases great albums, and this guy just wasn't up to snuff. What's going on? No, we're in a shitty world where most people release fucking average ass albums. So you know what, Joey Badass you did a good ass job. Oh yeah, <laughs> the fucking effort was put in here, and and it deserves to be noticed. Yeah, we should. We we're grading you. We we're gonna grade you for how much you did well, not how much you lacked. So, exactly. fuck that. Yeah. You know what? He deserves that, that 4.75. Yeah. Yeah.